Hey, everybody. It's time to LOL. Listen out loud, that is. It's time for Anime Jam Session with DJ Ronma S, Mako-chan, and Ari Rockefeller. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Anime Jam Session, episode number 377. We are that podcast that talks about anime, games, conventions, the fandom, geek stuff, and everything in between. I'm DJ Ron Mess. I'm Ari Rockefeller. And I'm Nega Mako-chan. Oh, I mean, I'm Ichigo Gami. <laughs> Fuck, Ari, get the suits. It's time to go. Oh, boy. And before we continue, it's Miller time. <laughs> Actually, it's Shandy time, but either way, beer is beer, and beer is pretty fucking tasty. I don't recommend drinking unless you are of age. For the rest of us, it's been a rough week, so I am going to indulge in a tasty adult beverage. So, anywho. Yeah, it's a fucked up week, and it's only Tuesday. Shh. Who are you trying to kid? We are live tonight, week of October 2nd, 2018. Jesus fuck, where did the year go? <laughs> I mean, I was I was coming up off the train around, and it was 7 o'clock, and I'm like, it's dark. I could have sworn yeah. last week it was still daylight. Yeah, that's what I, that's the one thing I really don't like about the progression of, a you know, September, October, November, just watching, you know, the daylight slip with your fingers. Time like to get every out day, my sun lamp. Every day gets shorter until December 23rd, I think. Because that's, you know, winter solstice and then they, they start getting progressively longer. Gotcha. Maybe it's time to uh, relocate to Alaska. Uh, that's like uh, nine months out of the year that it's dark. Well, I thought it was dark, but it, but it's still daylight or something like that. Yeah, but it's still dark. But you can still see the sun, and, it's, and the sun is shining. I'm cool with not eating butter before I step out of my house. Wait, what? What? It Okay, so it's so cold in Alaska that in some places they will eat a stick of butter or... they You have to eat a lot of fat to insulate yourself from the weather. Oh, like I have a problem with cold weather Sorry. and insulation. I wasn't poking fun at anything, but like you have to... I know, to... but still. Okay. But yeah, no, like it, it. I, I, I like cold, but not that much. I don't like cold at all. Yeah, I can see Ari going walking through with the big Parker going, snow, brother, and just moving his hand away to get to where he has to go. Or just the phrase, "This fucking sucks," <laughs> like on infinite loop in my head. Hey, it changes the internal screaming, a, you know indicator instead <laughs> or you could play the parody winter's fucked up for the next nine months <laughs> <laughs> we don't forget we're here live tuesdays at 9 30 p.m eastern and replays thursdays at 2 p.m eastern check out our interactive chat room at live.vognetwork.com chat clients such as mark x chat chat so can use irc.gamesurge.net chat room is vog vog you can also head over to AnimeJamSession.com slash VogNetwork, and if you have Chatzilla, there is a link. If you click on that, it'll bring you into the chat room. You can also go to WebChat.GameSurge.net and join us at Vog. And we're also on Discord. You can find us at VogNetwork.com slash Discord. Come on in. The, sh the, the live shows have a chat room. You just come in, enjoy the time. Water is cool, chill, come through, have a great time. 
check-ins are now live, so go ahead and earn your VOG points. If you're listening on the podcast feed, there is a passphrase somewhere in the episode. When you hear it, head on over to VOGnetwork.com. Plunge in the passphrase and earn some VOG points. And I think that was fairly simple. Don't you agree? Mm-hmm. Awesome, awesome. So we're going to go around uh, around the room. So how was your week? How was your day? Are you? Well, first and foremost, I got paid today, and I was like, my, pay- my paycheck's here. <sighs> my paycheck's dead. Because it all immediately went to paying the rent. I know that feeling come Friday. Mm-hmm. That's what happens when you get paid on a Tuesday. But nonetheless, um, I did buy a new little end table for my living room, which I, which I finally got this lamp that I had won from a, uh, from a from a Facebook party, like you know, event that was supposed to happen. Mm-hmm. And it was actually supposed to be the same weekend of Q by the C, but the Q by the C was scheduled, you know, much further in advance. And it it was this uh, Pikachu lamp. Basically, it's this little stand, and there's a little, like, plastic placard of a Pikachu that sticks out of it. You turn it on, and it just... It can cycle through colors, or, you know, just stay on one color one at a time. That's pretty cool. I was planning on, you know, bunching all my, uh, you know, decorative lights in that little corner. Probably string up my, uh... My strings of D20 lights on the uh, overhang above. Who knows? But, uh... I got the uh, end table from Ikea, which I had to drive over to Philadelphia to go to because they were the only ones that had one I liked. Mm-hmm. And I kind of got the uh, dent in my bumper fixed at the same time. Yeah. Basically what happened is as I was, you know, loading up my trunk, this this uh, stranger like pulls up and he like sees the bumper and he like tell me like, hey, I can fix this for you. Like, do all this uh, different shit to it, because he said, if you take this to, like, a garage, I'll charge you, like, thousands of dollars for it, or give you, a, or want a whole new bumper. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, it's, it wasn't that big of a deal. This, uh, this work truck hit me, like, going, like, less than five miles an hour. I just put a little, like, hand-sized dent in it. Nothing too big. But, um, I'm like, I listen to this guy, I'm like, okay, this guy's, you know, trying to, like, scammy or something I'm like yeah i keep telling him like yeah i don't have like any money on me right now and it's like he's not listening to me and he gets to the point where he gets this little device out you remember the, the ding king the what king the, the ding king that billy mays made not really no basically is this do-it-yourself device for uh getting small dents out of cars mm. and like stuff like that not really you know, it was one of the many, many, many things he pitched. All right. But yeah, he put, he pretty much put an industrial version of that in the car and like sucked it out in like two, in like two minutes. And I finally just, okay, I have to stop this guy before he goes any further because he'll, you know, start demanding money from me or fucking block me into the, my parking space with his car. Mm-hmm. So he ended up, you know, basically telling him to fuck off without actually telling him to fuck off because. I didn't have the money, and I, I didn't actually agree to anything at the time. It sounds weird, I know, but... The takeaway from it is that... I got my car fixed, you know, it wasn't that big of a deal to begin with, and... I got my little table put together, I just had to finish putting up the rest of the lights. 
It sounds weird, I know. Eh, the way, the way that this week and month has been weird is normal. Mm-hmm. So that's how things been going for me. Okay. Wait, hold on here. Because of the last-minute change-up, if you haven't noticed, Mako-chan is out tonight. She'll be back next week. But I forgot to quickly update the um, character themes. Let me run that. Just word. play hers backwards. It's fine. We know I'm evil, Mako. No, I'm kidding. I think we might have to do that. <laughs> Don't worry. Next week, I'll have something else for everybody. Mm. Ichigo, how was your week? How was your day? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess it was last week I got back from the Steampunk convention, so it's basically just been, oh, I guess getting ready for some upcoming events. Uh, for those of you who will be in Baltimore at the end of October, I am going to be in a super fun goth fashion show at Club Orpheus. Uh, feel free to join me there on the 27th. Um, otherwise, it's basically been prepping for that and getting ready to teach some noobs how to sew stuff and getting ready to get my fashion line all sewn up. So there you go. That's mm -hmm. basically been my weekend day. Cool. Well, my weekend day has been work, 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 chaos, OT, work. Ugh. Then I spent the weekend out in Lancaster with some friends and I had a good time. And it looks like they're building a, a virtual reality place two blocks from ZenkaiCon, so I, I probably will gonna check that out when we head up there next year. Sounds fun. It I know I, I'm like we're going in her where she lives in we're in her building going upstairs. Her apartment is like on top of like like retail places. And when you go inside you can see the retail stores and there's a door to one that says level up that says L V V R Lancaster V I was like, yo, that is fucking amazing. Uh, let's see what else is going on. Uh, clearing out more old clothes I no longer need because I either don't fit them anymore or they're just not my style. Um, I got the rest of the screws from the company I got my new futon from. I'm still waiting on my Umai crates. So I'm hoping it shows up tomorrow. Also, my order of clothes from Old Navy arrived. I ordered like two pairs of pants and a denim jacket. And with the discounts and everything, it came out to about 90 bucks. So I was like fucking sweet and it said ETA Wednesday I come home it's sitting there on the porch I'm just like yes so other than that it's been pretty chill pretty quiet you know can't really I can't complain just yet but that's what's been going on but anywho uh, we got some good stuff to talk about and when we get back we're gonna get into the news and we're gonna we're gonna cover a quick topic about toys r us if you haven't heard it's coming back and and uh ichigo and Ari have some interesting stories about that so and I, and we got all into it. i was like wait save it for the show save it for the show so i think this will be a cool like topic breaker or something like that so let me pull up winamp uh let me adjust the volume okay and yeah so We'll be back.
Ah, throw it back to Macross 7. I have not really watched the anime, but I am a fan of the music, so I had to play it. But um, before we get into tonight's topics, now, in case you haven't heard, um, Toys R Us has been pulled out of liquidation, out of bankruptcy. 
because the people behind the, the, the investors in it realize how much of a major name it is. And since they went into bankruptcy, the toy industry has been down like $11 billion, something like that. And that's a lot of money. And we've been hearing about how KB Toys is coming back as well. But, but during the, our little setup for the pre-show, uh, Ichigo and Ari were talking about how the former shells of our childhoods have been replaced by Spirit and Halloween Adventure, and they kind of went back and forth about their stories about working there. So, yeah, I I, I just said that, like, oh, cool, the Toys R Us is going to come back, and maybe they'll finally, you know, get rid of all all the uh, Spirit Halloween. You know, type places that have gone into uh, the hollowed-out husks that were their, once their storefronts. Yeah, because basically the seasonal, like the Halloween stores, tend to be like they are a little bit vulturey in the way that they do business. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they take over wherever a store kind of uh, leaves, and so a lot of the Toys R Uses have been converted into these seasonal shops. Now, the only thing um, is that they don't actually stick around all year. So most of the time, it's either worked out with the the landlords or the local businesses, I guess. They only take over from, like, the end of August to, like, the end of July, August to the beginning of, like, I think the November-ish, middle of November-ish. Yeah, by mid-November, they're all gone. Yeah, because I remember when I was working, they were hiring us about, like, mid to early August and we worked until uh, late November to pack up the store and stuff and hours weren't regular and all this other fun stuff being you know part time because they don't want to pay certain overheads and all that fun businessy stuff that businesses do Uh, yes I mean it was fun but some of the customers are really weird because you know while it is a Halloween store and stuff like that you also get the people you get Everybody. I got a few great customers that were like people who work haunts, which is like people who work haunted houses and trails and stuff like that. But you'd also get like the people that are looking for, let's say, a champagne costume on a cracker budget, mm. like on a saltine budget. <laughs> um, like you get it, the cheap it, ones with the, uh, they're like hilariously off brand and they dance, they dance through so many hoops to a, you know, reference what they're referencing without actually using a name for it yeah like it's really funny because this year um the there was the the set of oh my gosh why can't i remember the name of them the three witch sisters from oh gosh it's gonna escapes me but like they were popular last year except they didn't get licensed and then spirit got them licensed yes hocus pocus so hocus pocus was huge last year and they did get the name for the Sanderson sisters. But you definitely saw things like uh, Mike Myers. They did not have the rights to that. They did mm. not have the rights to Halloween. So they definitely called it like murder killer mask. Scary, you know, blood blades that like the fake blood blades that look like they're bleeding. Um, and their prosthetics are not the best. If you've ever seen Glam and Gore, Mikey, she does some great videos on their prosthetics and trying to make a costume with them given like a minute to run around the store. But like, if you have to, like last minute, you're not in the industry, you don't know what you're doing. I mean, they're kind of the emergency store, but most of their stuff is not quality. So if you're looking for a quality Halloween costume, you're one, probably not going to find it. There. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say one, you've probably already booked your commissioner. 
BT dubs or two. Uh, yeah, what about a salt? So Bob Coffee in the chat is saying, what about a saltine costume on a great value budget? Now that's only if you're going to Costco, um, because I know you can buy uh, those things in bulk. Um, if you're doing like 75 cent Coke, like instead of, or cola, excuse me. Um, instead of like Coca-Cola or like Dr. Pepper, whatever, um, you can make good put together pieces from some of the stuff there are, it's kind of like Ross, like you go in with the expectation of trash and maybe one or two pieces that are treasure. Um, there are certain things that they do get that are kind of good quality, but I've seen made better by cosplayers. <laughs> like their licensed stuff from Rick and Morty last year was okay. Um, See, but, you got, but you of... got to understand something. They're making this stuff through cheap fabrics on a mass scale. A cosplayer they, is going to sit there are. with a six-pack, drink one, put the rest of it and be like, I got this. And we'll have it all planned out and ready to go. And then 24 <laughs> hours before Halloween, they're like, oh, shit. Shit it out. And then, boom, still looks better than the stuff that you pay, you see in stores. You know what's funny about what, that, Rhonda? Like, yeah, go ahead, Ari. Like, when I, had a, I worked at one of these places, you know, I, it was about a decade ago, but still, the, mm -hmm. the point is, it, the uh, the manager was skeevy as fuck. He actively, you know, you know, got me make sure I did not touch the register like at all. I don't know the fuck why. And what I remember most about working at that place is the the bitchy little teenage girls from the high schools who would come in, try on these sexier slutty costumes not buy them and then you know just leave occasionally putting them back in the bag see not, not for nothing i would probably hire you as security in the store you know Th that's just me you'd actually, be a great they, bouncer actually, they actually, honestly like, they actually told me to keep away from the area with the uh with the, told the guys to keep away from the area with the slutty costumes because of the girls changing in there fair enough but yeah, I worked. But the, there the fact is, that my, oh. the owner was a skeevy prick, and uh, I didn't really like working there. At, and I don't think it was really worth it. Now that I think about it, I had fairly okay coworkers, and I actually got a small side gig from it afterwards because they basically don't care since you're not guaranteed a job. Mine was an offshoot of Spencer's. So for those of you that know Spencer's, if you've ever worked with Spirit. Most of the time, if you want to, uh, you can apply to work at Spencer's after. And if you're a good worker, they might take you on. But unfortunately, it's temporary employment. So for me, um, I was working everywhere. And I think a lot of that is because I had managerial experience. I had register experience and all that stuff. The only thing is they do kind of threaten you a little bit with the way that the... Uh, my manager was actually younger than me, which was mm -hmm. kind of funny. Um, but... They kind of threaten you because if you don't do certain things, um, they work with charities, which is awesome. Um, they were giving to a hospital, which was amazing. But the thing for me was they used it as a fear tactic to um, make you upsell the uh, charitable donations side of it. Um, you had to sell these like paper pumpkins for like a dollar or whatever. And if you didn't ask that, you didn't ask them for the other thing that they were doing um, and you didn't upsell it, like, even if they said no, you still pushed it. Basically, it was pushy. Okay, this is one way I don't like to be in retail, is being the pushy, oh, I have this little thing, 
that it doesn't benefit me at all and it annoys the shit out of you, but I have to do it because if not, I get threatened with redu reduced hours or reduced time at the registers or all this other stuff. To me, that's some bullshit. Um, but I understand. I understand why, because people get so used to the fact of like, do you want to donate? Do you want to give? Blah blah blah, and we get that so much in our society now that it's just a little bit like you you're kind of oversaturated with it, so your automatic is no. So there were the few people that appreciated it after the fact, but there were also the moms that had the kids that were misbehaving, just trying to get out of there. And when you're like asking them questions and they're obviously distressed, it's like, what asshole are you? Like, what what musical are you in? What what are you not like seeing going on? Um, and then also the fact that they did have some um, marketing stuff like videos and music um, that one are good for the people who are producing it, but they're not the best quality because of course those stores don't sell the best quality materials to make certain things. And they just played over and over and over again. My favorite video was the one about the animatronics. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I'm just, I'm weird that way. Cause I liked the, the creepy screaming and the animal noises and stuff like that. Cause it was a nice break from the, and now we're going to paint our face copper because we want to be a steampunk ragdoll. Yeah, that's a thing. And like it was it was, was definitely like, oh, Of course it is. I'm like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I and I totally get it like trying to be creative is is hard nowadays because a lot of stuff is marketed to us. Um, but I feel like uh as far as Halloween goes, it was a fun experience. I learned a lot. Um, and I met a lot of really fun people through it but there's also always the downfalls of retail so fun times oh Tamagotchi's also coming back for those of you who are Toys R Us kids and big in the 90s and what's funny to me is they made no changes to the programming whatsoever except some of the creatures so have well, fun if you're a 90s kid well I mean there's already a Tamagotchi app if I'm not mistaken you know I'm sure there's like Tamagotchis and like Gurmagotchis which are like the offshot of Tamagotchi like as soon as Tamagotchis stopped being made, I did I did get them. Yes, I did get the collector's edition from KFC. Yes, I was that child. Like, you know, as soon as there's no offering for that, there's always going to be someone who makes an app. True. No, that's from Bondi. Oh, it's an official one from yeah, Bondi? If I'm not mistaken, Mako oh, okay. is usually on top of, top of her game when it comes to Tamagotchis because... She's killed far too many of them, but um, <laughs> she, she would know. Tamagotchi screen goes to Tamagotchi graveyard in Mako's backyard. Well, since we were talking about, she wears a whole tra uh, chain of, uh, she wears a whole bunch of them around her neck like a trophy. I was gonna mm. say, Ranma, you don't know the seances we have to summon the dead Tamagotchis back to life. Yes, I do. <laughs> I know there. I, I trust me, I do. Before we get into tonight's topics, I just want to play this YouTube video real quick. I think we all know um, what this is, and it should play.
That one kid in the middle sounded like he had no rhythm and was fr wait, wait, stumbling wait, 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 over wait, his lines. I don't know why they repeated it twice. They, they're trying to make an alliteration that just doesn't work, especially yeah. with the fact that the kid doesn't have a handle on English yet. I don't so. know. Stop. I'm sure that there are some adults that but, couldn't say that but, phrase. But here's something, here's something interesting. There was one Toys R Us commercial that had me hooked. It was the one where when they went from bikes to trains to video games, it showed the kid playing Super Mario Brothers 2. I'm like, I remember yes, that one. Yes. This is like right at the time that Mario 2 came out, and I got that for Christmas. Yup. And, um, and that commercial, they actually did an updated version of the commercial where they got the original kids. To be in it as adults. Oh, Christ. Yeah, I saw that commercial. And in that commercial, there's a little black kid on the swings. I think, supposedly someone said that was Jaleel White. Kind of looks like him. Still not my favorite mascot of the past you know week or so. Well, I do hope Toys R Us does comes back. And... You know who my favorite is, right? Uh, no. Gritty. Ugh. I just have one thing to say. Dad, what's a cup? I don't know, son. We're Flyers fans. 1974 and 75 would like to have a word with you. 40 years later. Yeah, I can think of a bunch of franchises that don't have cups either. So, <laughs> I'll send that burnt Sienna abomination after you. Don't think I won't. <laughs> One is there like one... a demonic <laughs> tome or something? Like, is that how you're going to summon him to send him after Ranma? Oh, no, what he's, no, what he's going to do, he's going to drop a pack of smokes in front of my house and I'm going to see Gritty if he looking to bum, a, bum one off him, I'm just going to be like, fuck. Oh, I thought one instead of like... Hour on the job, he threatened to kill the Pittsburgh Penguins in their sleep. <laughs> <laughs> Needless to say, the, the Flyers fan base fell in love with him. <laughs> I'm just saying, if that's not some South Philly shit, I don't know what is. <laughs> He's just going to slowly rise up behind Sidney Crosby, and Sidney Crosby going to be like, why did everything get so cold all of a sudden? <laughs> See, the thing is, Mr. Met can't say shit because it's Mr. Met and the Mets. But anywho. Also, also yeah, there's footage of him flipping off a fan. Mm. Oh, yeah. Anywho, shit, I want to turn the fan on and my AC on, so I apologize about that. Let's get into tonight's topics. And speaking of topics, this is something I didn't think I, we would be covering, but we're talking about Bowsette. Holy Christ. Mother of fuck. Come Rule on. 34 on the internet. No, 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 no. They had to revise Rule 34 for Bowsette. It basically is, fuck Rule 34, do as you wish. Christ. Now, this all started from the new item, the Super Crown, that Toadette can use to turn into Peach yet, and new Super Mario Bros. U Deluxe for the Switch. A Twitter user by the name of uh, AYYK92 created a short comic strip based on that as... What if Bowser got it? 
and turned into Peachette. And oh, that boy. flipped the entire internet by storm, okay? I don't think anyone thought they would see Mario and Femme Bowser like that together. So you, you have, from this, you got one, the mangaka from Pop Team Epic working on this. Dagashi Kashi, Sword Art Online, One Punch Man, Sugimomo, Goblin Slayer, Dream Eater Marys. A lot of, and I think the mangaka for Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid jumped on that too. And I'm just like, wow. And I've seen all types of stuff. From this, you got not just Bowsette, you got Booette, or as people call her, Peachy Boo. You got Chomp Chompette, and all, all of these creatures. I mean, there's even one of, of Bowser and Wendy O, each, each wearing the Super Crown. I like ba- Boozette. She's my favorite. <laughs> I can see you as Peachy Boo. I, I can see that. She's such a cute little ghostie. She just wants to be loved and kill you slowly by sapping away your life force. Yay! But, but here's something interesting. That took a turn. People are pairing Luigi and Peachy Boo together. That's, that's, I don't know. I think she's her How own ghost. How does Daisy react to that? That's what I want to fucking know. Because I get it. Luigi's Mansion, I totally get that. Well, maybe, like, Peachy Boo and, like, one of the other ones, like, I don't know. Like, they don't have to be paired. You can enjoy a character for just who they are. They don't have to oh, be paired wait. with anyone. Oh, and then people have turned the crown on other pe- other yep. characters. Oh, other characters, other franchises, mm-hmm. uh, the things. Sl- the best slash worst one I've seen is Edward Elric takes a super crown, and he puts it on... The chimera on the Nina Chimera, yeah, who turns back into Nina. That, I know, and that she's was so touching. adorable. Oh that my was god, my so heart touching. broke. Now, what's everyone crying for? I'm not a monster, I'm a princess. Now, one thing, now, I understand, I've been seeing a lot of this fan art, and I've been sharing it on my, on my Facebook because I like it, but now, and I've seen the cosplays coming out, which is not surprising. I didn't think it would happen so quickly. I know. So- it was the turnaround time for a lot of friends that I had that are doing Bowsette cosplays. I was just like, whoa. Now, now, now there's, whoa. Two th- there's two things on that. Number one, there are there are fan art of like a femme Bowser, Princess Bowser or something like that. And I've seen yeah. that or, or battle human. I, I, that I see being retrofitted. Also, some of the fan art makes uh, Bowsette look like she just came out of the goddamn BDSM club. So, not for nothing. I understand it's going to take time to make the crown and make, get the wig and the horns, but it only takes two days shipping to get the rest of the outfit. And and for those who didn't, like, who made their outfits from scratch, like, mm-hmm. black bunny suits are kind of a staple in yep. a lot of cosplay culture. Black undergarments or black, black as a as streetwear mm-hmm. is an easy color to find. Mm-hmm. So even if you don't have clothes that'll fit her, um, and Bob Coffey's mentioning in the chat that you can also repurpose a lot of Peach's stuff too. I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of my friends that cosplay Peach, and I think a few did, because yep. I think I recognized a few wigs on some heads. Girls, I'm spotting your weaves. Guys, I'm spotting your weaves. Um, that were their Peach wigs or their Peach yeah. him wigs mm-hmm. that they repurposed. Um, it's really funny to see it because not only are people doing a reimagined idea of a gender bent Bowser, but people are almost doing like 
the Nuriko switch, which I'm terming, I'm, I'm coining the term from um, Fushigi Yugi, which is where Noda. they are a man crossed as a woman crossed as a man or it's the other way around. Yeah. Um, yes. And so it's been interesting to see the Prince Bowsette. I think that would be. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's a and I've noticed a lot of the fan art. It shows Bowsette flirting, trying to steal Mario away from Peach. And I've seen somewhere Peach takes off her crown and says, fuck this. Her outfit, her dress turns into Mario's overalls and she just disappears. And I've seen some where Mario wears the crown, you know. It's interesting. And I've seen some interesting fan art. And and I am in, uh, through a friend, I am in contact with one person. I'm waiting to get permission. I'm going to credit the person. I just want permission to cosplay his variant for my Luigi to go with this. And I'm also doing a battle Luigi in the vein of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure to go with a Bowsette. So I think that would be pretty cool. I mean, I'm hell, just excited to see people get creative with it. Hell, I'm seeing they're they're already planning a print a Princess Bowsette event in in Japan, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, this picked up steam real quick. Yes, and and I understand Rob from OLR is kind of like, yeah, we got to stop. I under <laughs> Rob, I understand your feelings. I know where you're coming from. Believe you me. But this kind of falls into my territory. I'm an old fart that's like, I'm okay with this. Let Just ride it out. It'll be okay. Just ride it out. Hey, do we, you want to know what else I made of uh, Bowsette? What? Porn! Oh, yes. Oh, wait, wait. Don't forget um, that one strip where it shows Pikachu wearing it and looking like Lum. Which I... <laughs> I, I looked at it one like... What? Yep. Now, as for the porn, I was surprised at how quick that shit came to light. I was not expecting it so damn fast. I'm not surprised considering that if it's black and white, uh, not surprised at all. I uh, am, though. Because they don't have to change the color to Bowsette's color, and they can no. just say, oh, I made it before it was big or whatever. No, no. Haha, no, no. that's what she said. Um, no. Oh, Yeah. But uh, as far as and there's also cosplay drama already. Let, 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 wait, no, 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 no. Let's it. not. That'll take up the entire show. I know, but yeah, let's no. This not. this thing has like exploded in the weirdest way that I think that a meme slash official canon slash rule thirty four can. Um, and there are a lot of people actually already saying that it's kind of hit like critical, critical already. Mass. Yeah, it's already, like, it's hit its full stride. Like, there's going to be an event for it already and all this other stuff. So, um, I've even seen, um, what is it, Super, like, somebody redid, like, Super Smash Brothers as Super Bowsette Brothers. Yeah, Sup Super Crown Brothers. Ultimate, oh, Super Crown Brothers. Ultimate. And that was really cute. I thought that I, was that, cute. I, that is, that, that's going to be my, that's going to be my wallpaper fret work when I get a chance. And I'm also, oh. this is going to be one of my, I'm saving this as one of my wallpapers, one of my rotating wallpapers now. I think this is friggin' awesome. And what's funny, there's one strip of where Kirby's wearing the Super Crown and it looks like Android 21. Yeah, that's not creepy at all. And a hush fills the room. But yeah, let's see how this goes. I don't think it's going to be that bad. Let's just ride this shit out.
out. So, you know. But anywho, uh, Ari, what's going on with that producer for that worked for, I think, TBS or something like that? Uh, let's see. The producer's kidnapping charge was dropped. Oh, boy. Uh, the Shizu... <clears throat> The Shizuoka District Public Prosecutor's Office on September 21st dropped charges against Yo Kyo, the 30-year-old staff member of TBS's, TBS Television's film and anime department who was arrested on suspicion of kidnapping a middle school girl earlier this month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had talked about this, I remember. Yeah, yeah, I think it was last week or week before last, mm-hmm. yeah. The prosecutor's office did not announce the reason for the dropped charges, but NTV reported that someone close to the matter said a settlement was reached outside of court. Mm-hmm. According to police at the time of the arrest, the suspect took the victim to where she's She's welcome home, from her she's welcome home to a Shibuya home in Tokyo from mid-August until September 2nd. The girl's family filed a missing persons report in mid-August. The police found Yokio and a girl further north in Sapporo on the morning of September 2nd, and the police arrested the suspect on a stop and brought back the girl unharmed. The public relations department of TBS previously reported that Yokio joined the company in April 2015. He was listed in the credits of the first episode of the ongoing Seven Senses of the Reunion television anime as the show's publicity producer. He appeared in the live stream tie-in specials for the anime in July. The specials credited him as a Seven Senses producer for TBS, and he has also appeared on a June episode of the live streamed Suzukimi program to an introduction video with the cast before the anime's premiere. Well, now. I don't want to say the guy got off scot-free, because, like, he well, hasn't had, actually had any charges brought up against well, him, has he? to us Americans, we were screening he got off scot-free, but to Japan, it's like, well, it's good, you know? One thing we got to remember, our laws here are a lot more strict than it is in some places. It varies, give or takes, based on what it is and what's going on. Look at the whole Kenshin thing. I mean... Everybody here, most of everyone here from everywhere wants to string um, the mangaka up. In Japan, it's like, well, he did a crime. He paid his fine. Let him be. You know, their laws on child pornography are starting to change. And they're starting to see and understand why it's bad. Whereas here, it's like. (laughs) And unfortunately, just like in the U.S., politics take time. While a lot of us don't see the benefit of going through the proper channels for these kinds of things, unfortunately, it's going to take them a little while to get their laws just so, um, so that they can manage it. Because unfortunately, since even though it is wrong, Mm -hmm. it's been societally accepted or it's gotten under the wire because they haven't had laws against it, which doesn't mean it's right, but it means that people can kind of get away with stuff. People have been getting away with stuff for so long that once they start to weed things out, it's going to basically be a giant pile of spiders. <laughs> you got and everybody is terrified. I don't care if you like spiders, but if it's a giant pile of spiders that want to eat your flesh, um, then you're going to have a lot of mess and muck getting through that. Um, or like those fields of spiders where they're like dropping from the sky. Um Yeah, so I think once they start to work on the laws, it's going to start picking up, but it's also going to be a giant mass of spiders, so. Mm-hmm. All right, now that we got that out the way, uh, Ichigo, what's going on with Fairy Tale? Well, it's coming to a fairy tale ending here, and Funimation Entertainment announced on Friday that it will stream the final series of the television anime adaptation of Hero Mashima's fairy tale manga this fall, and the series is listed on Funimation's simuldub lineup. 
But Funimation didn't confirm whether it will offer an English subtitled version as it has for previous seasons. Uh, the anime will premiere on October 7th, and new episodes will debut on TV Tokyo, TV Osaka, TV Aichi, TV Hokkaido, TV Satochi, and TV Kyushu on Sundays at 7 a.m. for those who are morning cartoon consumers. Mm -hmm. The main staff are all returning from the second and most recent television anime, and Shinji Ishihira is directing at A1 Pictures and Bridge. Masashi Sogo is handling series composition. Shinji Takeuchi and Toshihiko Sano are designing the characters. Shoji Hara is the sound designer, and Yasuharu Takanashi is composing the music. With the exception of second of the second animation studio and character designers, the main staff is also the same from the first anime. And the fairy tale manga series follows the adventure of the world's most notorious mage guild, Fairy Tale. And it, the original manga launched in 2006 and ended last July. So for those who aren't keeping up with solely the anime, it's already ended for you inherently. But you can enjoy the animation and how they wrap that up um hopefully for the next few months um yeah i am sad to see it go but also appreciate that it is wrapping up um because there are some series where they just go on for forever that it's just it's one of those things where it's like you wish that they would wrap up in a way because you just kind of want closure because you get tired of it mm -hmm. um unfortunately like one piece has done that for me where it's just kind of gone and on and on and I'm not going to watch another 500 episodes just to catch up or whatever. I'm not that far behind. But, like, I'm not going to watch that much to catch up. Um, I've been reading the graphic novels because it's just faster. Um, and as far as wrapping up the series, I'm sad to see it go. I cosplay Urza. She's super awesome, strong female character and all that stuff. And I like the story and everything. Um, but I'm happy to see it wrapping up on a positive note. So... I'm excited to see what comes after. Well, <clears throat> I watch bits and pieces of fairy tale. Like the, I think I watched like the first two or three episodes. It's good. I think this is something I will actually sit down and enjoy. <clears throat> Pardon me. It's a fun series, and it does sometimes delve into like fan pandering, but not to the point where it's completely obnoxious. Um, and it's, it's a fun, it's, it's a shonen anime. Like it's, I, I grew up enjoying shonen anime though. So like the, the little things and character niches and stuff like that, um, I, I enjoy. So I'm excited to see what they do afterwards though. Cause when one, uh, series ends, it means they can pick up a new series. So I'm excited to see where they go with it. Okay. Um, Besides me, who has watched Food Wars? I've watched it a little bit. There is I've watched it and made recipes from it because I'm not a weave or anything. You, you, I think you will make a cute Megumi. Megumi is the one who does the spices? No, she's the one with the blue hair. And she she made a mean recipe with the fish from her homeland or something like that. She has yeah, the blue hair yeah, with the I know. Okay, okay, I remember who there, you're talking about. There is a meme, I'm probably going to share it later. It shows a picture of Gordon Ramsay. Then it shows plus Super Crown. And it shows equals Arena wearing the Super Crown. I, you, I, that's something you can't deny. I'm like, yeah, that, that's it. That's on par. That's definitely on par. 
There's also one of him. I think he does have Megumi's head in the sandwich bread. Mm-hmm. Like there's a meme of it where they redid it as the anime where she's in it instead of, and it's it's Gordon Ramsay. Yeah, no, I love any anime or any show that has cooking. Um, one of my first anime was uh, Cooking Master Boy, which is actually He's a Chinese that. anime about cooking. So Shokugeki is awesome. And what about uh, what is it Yakitori Japan? Is it, no, I think uh, Yakitori. Yaki, Yakitate Japan. Okay, and, sorry, I and, up uh, that no, it's okay. It's okay. And then, like, the other one that was about bread. I don't know. Like, I couldn't oh, get into Oh, I forget. The, Eric just called it the bread anime. But I, it, I know the name. I can't remember the name of it off the top of my head. Let me look it up real quick before we go into our next to- uh, next topic. Let's see. Yeah, I was going to say, I couldn't get into those. Anime. I think I was a little too young Yaki- for it. Yakitake Japan. That's the bread anime. Oh, it has a K instead of a T? Darn. Yeah. Okay. Yakitake Japan. Oh, that's right. That's the plan. Yeah, that's the plan. Yep. All right. So, let's see. We got that out the way. Now, this is a movie I've been looking forward to, and it's it's got pushed back once, and it got pushed back again. And I'm talking about Alita Battle Angel, or as we know as Battle Angel Alita, or if you're a purist, Gunnam. But according to The Hollywood Reporter... Fox has pushed back the release date for the movie. It was supposed to come out December. Originally, it was supposed to be July 20th. It got pushed back to December 21st. Now it's February 14th. Why would they? Why would they release it on Valentine's Day? Well, I. As a reminder, the film will star Rosa Salazar, who, who was in the Maze Runner Scorch Trials, the Divergent series Insurgent, Man Seeking Woman. And the, as the motion captures as Alita, Robert Rodriguez, as we all know, has worked on El Mariachi, Once Upon a Time in New Mexico, Sin City, and Spy Kids is directing the film. James Cameron and his Lightstorm Entertainment partner John Landau producing the project, and Shutter Island's Leida Calgridis wrote the script. Now it was it's supposed to be a self-contained story, but it was going to be a trilogy. And it will be an IMAX release. Damn right, better will be an IMAX release. And I will be seeing that shit in IMAX. I kind of feel that maybe they've kind of lost a little bit of faith in this film because this is something. Well, all of James Cameron's work has been phenomenal. This is, I think, this is the one time he's taken a foreign, a foreign IP and making it work in American style. And from what I saw of the preview of the trailers, I think he hit the nail on the head. Maybe, you know, well, it was going to be during the summer blockbusters. It was going to be during the winter blockbusters. Now it's going to be during the off season. Maybe they're hoping that it doesn't come up out against any other big running movies. Some, that's what something is, you know. Now, as I'm reading the forum, some are saying that it got pushed back because of the Deadpool PG-13 Christmas re-release. Some are saying it because it got pushed back because Dark Phoenix got pushed back, you know? And as one person said, on one hand, movies usually go to February to die. But on the other hand, Deadpool came out in February. And that, yeah. I'm still planning on going to see it. I, I have a lot of faith in the film. 
I, it does I, look like it could be fun. I think it is. Interesting, yeah. at least. And as Bob Coffey says in our chat room at live.vognetwork.com, Deadpool had a February release, so did Black Panther. Maybe things are starting to change. You know, you have the summer blockbusters, the holiday blockbusters. Maybe they're starting to have like a winter spring-esque blockbuster season or something, you know? We'll see. I, I don't know. Ichigo, you planning on seeing this? Eh. Maybe when it comes out on Redbox. Or Netflix. Or Netflix, yeah. I'm one of those people, like, I don't really go to the theater to see stuff anymore just because a Places. lot of the crowd ruins it for me. I'm an introvert, so anytime I can be by myself watching a movie or with my husband ah. watching a movie, like, that's my choice. Ah. Um, and I also sometimes will yell at the screen, so I also do it to protect humanity from me. Um, yeah. I, I think I'll wait until it comes out. I find myself, I'm in, I'm a sociovert. I go both ways on intro, intro and extrovert. It just depends on how I feel. I, I can go both ways. It's called omnivert, but, That's but anyway. That's omnivert, yeah. Yeah, and I, I do, I do get recharged from other people sometimes, but most of the time if I'm watching a movie, I don't want to hear other people. I, I also like to eat my own snacks in my own home and make my own like chocolate covered popcorn if I want to in the middle of the movie. Yeah, I like the freedom of, of getting the movie at home, but I will probably see it um, because while it doesn't look like what I would imagine it to look like, it does look like it'll be a good film. Okay. I, I think this, I have a feeling this could surprise everybody. All right, so moving right along. Let's see if I can find it here. Okay. Okay, Ichigo, what's going on with Samurai Troopers, or as we know it as Ronin Warriors? So, Legendary Armor Samurai Troopers, or Ronin Warriors, is getting a 30th anniversary event. Yes, Ooh. if you didn't feel old already, enjoy that 30th anniversary event warning. Um... <laughs> The Legendary Armor Samurai Troopers anime is getting a dedicated shop event at the main anime store in Ikebukuro, Tokyo from October 27th to November 11th. And the event will celebrate the 30th anniversary of the anime's broadcast debut in 1988. Mm. The anime's design materials and illustrations will be on display. Merchandise available for purchase will include tin badges with illustrations by Akane. Clear files, smartphone cases, mobile batteries, masking tape, stickers, business card holders, blankets, and pumpkin soup. What? People who purchase designated items will also receive bonus items that will feature the anime's illustrations. Though the main event will be held in Tokyo, five other anime stores throughout Japan will also sell the special merchandise and offer bonus items. In addition, a 30th anniversary Blu-ray box set is for the anime will ship in Japan on December 5th. Sunrise created the Yoroden Samurai, Samurai Troopers action television anime in 1988-89, and Cartoon Network ran it in the States as Ronin Warriors. Crunchyroll began streaming the series in the United States and Canada in 2017, and Bandai Entertainment previously re released the series on DVD, and Discotech Media released the full series on DVD with English subtitles in 2015. 
Uh, Discotech also released the Samurai Troopers OVA series with both English and Japanese audio. Um, Animate, uh, for those that don't know, is kind of a franchise anime store in mm-hmm. all across Japan. Unfortunately, you don't have any here in the States. So I wouldn't uh, mind. This... It would be cool if they opened up a shop here, but they have a lot of tough competition. I feel like mm-hmm. they'd be similar to, like, Suncoast. Was no. that the name of that store? No. Or, like, Sharper, not Sharper Image. Suncoast. Oh, yeah, I think there's Suncoast like that. Um, Sam Goody is another one. Maybe it's like, yeah, they'd be kind of, to me, they'd be something comparable to, like, Sam Goody. I don't know. Or no, even no, no. just it, a nerd it, shop. It would probably be more like, what if you bring back KB Toys and just made it strictly anime? Yeah, it'd very, something very like much that. be yeah. similar to, like, a KB Toys that was strictly anime. Mm-hmm. Alright, moving right along. I, I think the next set of news is like common fucking sense. I, I think we knew this was coming. I think we really knew this was coming. So. Uh, yep. My Hero Academia is getting a fourth season on anime. Of an anime. Uh, original manga creator Kohei Horikoshi also drew an image on its Twitter feed to uh, commemorate the fourth series announcement. A third season premiered on April 7th that covered the Forest Training Camp arc and the Pro Hero Provisional License Exam from Kohei Horishuki's original an- Horikoshi's original manga. And Funimation is streaming the English dub of the third season, and Crunchyroll and Hulu are streaming the series' English subtitles. Third series has the same staff, including director Kenji Nagasaki at Bones, script writer Yosuke Kuroda, character designer Yoshihiko Omakashi, with assistance by Hiratomi Otomichima, and composer Yuki Hayashi. Uh, Ayami's first 13-episode season premiered on April 20, 2016, and the 25-episode second season a year later. Horikoshi launched the original manga series in Weekly Shonen Jump in July 2014. Shueisha published the manga's 20-volume 20, 20 on September 4th, and the 13th and 14th volumes of the manga were bundled in with were both bundled OVAs in 2017. Mm. So yeah, the hype is real for this. I have, I think I'm, I have the last two or three episodes to watch, so I'm looking forward to doing that this weekend because my ass is not going to be at no New York Comic Con. Fuck that. Yeah. Also, in breaking news from um, from my good friend Baltimore Lauren, Venom was worse than Suicide Squad. Jesus. Well, I personally, as an average, I liked Suicide Squad. I enjoyed the fuck out of it. I yeah, it no wasn't, in, I it had wasn't no inti- perfect, but it wasn't bad, I think. I, I, have, I had no intention of seeing Venom, but shit. That's all I gotta say is, well, shit. And also, I might have to watch this this weekend, too. The X-rated cut of RoboCop. Oh, boy. It's on Amazon Prime. I have, I'm gonna have to watch that. That's gonna be awesome. Let's see, what else is next on the list here? Ah, Ichigo, you can get the wrap up wrap up the news with some cuteness. Oh my god, Bats Maru's my favorite. He's so angry and surly. You and Rob, um, you and Rob would get along so well. <laughs> He's been one of my favorites as well as like Choco Cat, but Sanrio's laziest character gets a hand from its surliest character as Bad Batsmaru joins the Gurutama Cafe. Constantly scowling Penguin is incapable of service with a smile, but he looks adorably delicious anyway. 
Lazy as good a time it may be, Sanrio's lovably, lovably lethargic character doesn't really need any help running his restaurants. After all, as an anthropomorphized egg, Gudetama is already incredibly well-suited to serving as an inspiration for all sorts of themed food and drink items. Nevertheless, another Sanrio star is coming to lend a hand at the Gudetama Cafe in Osaka, and it's one who shares Gudetama's aversion to sugary sweetness radiated by so many of Sanrio's other characters. Bad Batsmaru, the surly penguin with a signature scowl, will be appearing at the cafe as part of a lineup of four collaborative items. Starting things off, Batsmaru crawls inside a warm blanket made out of Sanrio brethren, with the Batsmaru taking a break in a Gudetama Furan Hayashi Rice. To register participation for this week's episode of Anime Jam Session on vognetwork.com, use the passphrase, Verdict, which is a demi-glaze sauce with a fluffy white rice covered in with a Gudetama omelet. It's kind of like a curry sauce. Uh, the pair get a little more personal with space in the Gudetama and Batsmaru mini-mini burger set. Um, though the Batsmaru burger seems to be stuffed with roast beef instead of any sort of patty. And the Gudetama Batsmaru team up for their third and final starchy dining option with the Gudetama and Batsmaru tiramisu pancake. Mmm, delicious! Which, as is often the case with the dessert pancakes in Japan, comes with a side of sliced fruit and berries. And last, if you prefer your desserts OTT Japanese style, there's the Gudetama and Batsmaru Anmitsu Parfait, featuring agar jelly and a skewer of Shangshoku Dango mochi dumplings. For, I'm sure, a lot of you who know what Dango is, uh, the customers will receive a Gudetama Batsmaru placemat and sticker to take home with them. And as is standard in Japanese-themed cafes, each drink also gets you a coaster. I'm really sad because it's not going on until we go next year. But for those of you who are in Osaka, Fu, Osaka, Shi, Kiraku, Kaku, Da, Cho, 515, Hep, 5th, 7th floor in Osaka, definitely go check out the cafe. Uh, they're opening hours between October 1st and November 30th. And get me some swag. No, I'm kidding. Yes. Enjoy. <laughs> Yes, have one of those delicious meals in honor of Ichigo who can't be there. Yes, yes. Moe, bless it for me. <laughs> moe, moe, kyun. Moe, moe, kyun. Oh, good lord. <laughs> and then there's Ichigo going, fuck this moe, moe, kyun shit. I'm going to crack your skull. Yeah, yeah. I'm dark on the inside, fluffy on the outside. I'm like, I'm like a snowball. Mm. Coconutty on the outside, marshmallowy, and then on the inside, dark like my soul. Oh, 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 okay, Gretzko, okay. While Ichigo calms down just a scotch, we're gonna go into strange news from Japan, and, um. I'm taking the first one. I'll take I'll the take third the one then. Second one. Did you say you just take the third one? Third one. I was gonna okay. say oh oh him, okay. <laughs> oh good lord. Okay, I've come to the conclusion that when Mako Chan makes last minute disappearances or plans to disappear, this is when we get the fucked up strange news for Japan. It it loses attraction when she does repeat it back to back offs, you know? Mm-hmm. Now, here's something that's kind of turdy. 
Nagoya City Council debates if toilet paper is really necessary in public restrooms. For the what? Yes. For the second year in a row, Nagoya City was voted Japan's least appealing city by a, decisive, by a decisive margin. To be fair, this was only from a field of eight major Japanese cities. So saying this is a result means Nagoya is a bad city. is like saying a Best Picture Oscar nominee is a bad movie because it didn't win. But it doesn't mean some self-examination is order for city officials to find out what's making Nagoya the Hitchcock of Japanese cities. The city council is convening for this very reason, and starting with the question, do you think it's because we don't have toilet paper in our public restrooms? How can you not have toilet paper in your public restrooms? Anyone who, cur who currently visits these said public toilets in their parks, especially when you really got to go, you'll find out there is no toilet paper. There aren't any toilet paper holders to eliminate any doubts of what you, what you just happened. You happen to enter at a bad time. The reason why this has happened, the case for the toilet paper was succinctly and passionately laid out by Councilman Yoshinori Matsui. And he says, to increase the appeal of Nagoya, to make foreign and Japanese tourists think, I had a nice time visiting Nagoya. In the spirit of hospitality, wouldn't it be better to have toilet paper in the parks? It's hard to agree with that, but some people are. Opponents of this TP initiative are are blaming this on costs and mischief. It's reminding all that Nagoya have flirted with, toilet, with public toilet paper in the past, but with disastrous results. Assistant Manager for the Nagoya City Environmental Works Park Maintenance Division, Katsuyoshi Shimosa, recalls this little thing. Entire rolls were thrust into the toilet bowls. Sometimes they went missing altogether. Most would probably argue that this is part and parcel for a major city in an effort to provide the most basic of comforts to residents and visitors alike. Online commenters certainly did just that as they had trouble understanding why this debate is even needed. Even I want to know. Comments such as, we need toilet paper. Nagoya, come on now. This is not very appealing at all. Why bother having toilets if there's no paper? Point. <sighs> There's also the issue of the tax money required for the plan. Equipping a single toilet for paper in a year costs about $266, which is 30,000 yen. Which means providing paper in all the public parks would require, expand the budget to about 25 million yen, or $221,000. Is it worth that? Yes, indeed. But some money will have to be moved around to make it happen, especially if Nagoya decides to go all out with his hospitality provide round-the-clock staff who go around and fold the ends of the paper into little triangles. Okay? Wow. I, 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 wow. Motherfucker, you better be putting bidets in all those things if you're gonna take away all the toilet paper. And this is why I always stash some in my book bag whenever traveling. Hmm. Alright, who said they wanted to go next? I didn't want to go next, but I was the last one to choose my article, so there we go. How Japanese love hotel workers injured after two men run off without paying the exorbitant bill. Um. The non-paying guests did a runner while the employee grabbed onto their car door. Well, that sounds safe. 
In the early hours of the 17th of September, a member of the staff of a love hotel in Aichi Prefecture, which we have heard in the NIST news before, sustained industry injuries after giving chase to two men who had left the establishment without paying their bill. According to reports, the incident occurred at Hotel Belle Tour in Toyokawa City when two men who had stayed overnight on the 16th racked up 110,000 yen, or in the U.S., about $1,000, $976.68, to be precise, uh, on food, drink, and accommodation charges. The two men, said to be foreigners, left the hotel without paying and made their escape by car as a 44-year-old female staff member gave chase and tried to stop their vehicle by grabbing onto one of the doors. The woman was dragged by a vehicle about two meters, and before the vehicle sped off, she was lucky to escape with only minor injuries and mostly scrapes and grazes to her knees. According to police, the men were both in their 20s, one being approximately 5 foot 2 inches tall of medium build, while the other was described roughly as 170 centimeters, or about uh, a little under 6 feet, uh, with a slim build. While the police are currently searching for the two men, who are now wanted for inflicting injury and theft, netizens were quick to comment on the unusual case. What idiots? What on earth were they doing inside their hotel room to rack up such an enormous bill? I have never heard of anyone spending 110,000 yen on a night in the Love Hotel. They must have gone absolutely crazy on food and drink. What is this, some kind of super expensive Love Hotel? Looking at the Hotel Balletour's pricing, this isn't an an extravagant place to stay by any means. And rooms usually start about 8,960 yen or $90 a night for an overnight stay on the weekend, which is nothing out of the norm for a love hotel. While the details of the bill aren't being disclosed to the public, the culprits are still on the run. And in case you were wondering, no, they aren't two love hotel loving Japanese language reporters in their in our top photo. They oh, okay, they had a top photo basically that had. Some of their reporters in it uh, making a parody. If you guys want to read the article, it has two guys basically sleeping in a bed next to each other. With a vibrator on the counter. What it sounds like to me is it's actually two guys who are foreigners who were staying there for just the night to get like free room and board and just didn't want to stay in a hostel or something and decided that they'd try to screw over somewhere else. Um, Which really sucks because... Depending on where they're from, it can perpetuate the whole negative view of that type of foreigner. And it's just really frustrating. Um, And weird that it was a love hotel. (laughs) Um, Yeah, that's all I got to say. Yeah. Can we move on? Sure. The newest skyscraper in China looks like a giant penis and gets mocked online with foul comments. Now that is an erection of a bill. Oh my fucking god, really? <laughs> like, it's like firing the starting gun right at my fucking kneecaps. China's some of the most fascinating architecture in the world, boasting grand designs and awe-inspiring styles that have even caught the eye of President... Xi Jinping, but one newly opened skyscraper in the province of Guangxi has everyone scratching their heads. Called the Guangxi New Media Center, the building took two years to complete and certainly looks impressive from the ground thanks to its breathtaking terraced exterior. 
Unfortunately, it also looks like a giant penis at certain angles. Maybe that was the purpose. According to local media, the architects modeled the building at the majestic Longshen Rice Terraces, which have attracted visitors, which have attracted visitors from afar as its lush scenery. <clears throat> Japanese netizens agreed that it resembled glorified male genitalia more than anything else. Like, what was going through their heads when they designed this building? There seem to be a lot of architects which love create who love creating such stuff. The locals are going to call it Penis Tower. Is this some kind of contemporary art that will only be understood by a select few? <laughs> uh, no one knows the design was deliberate, but it looks like Guanzi New Media Center has already garnered attention at a worldwide scale after just a few months of opening. Japanese netizens shouldn't be so quick to laugh, though, as Tokyo busts an immense object looks like a giant poo golden poo on a building. Blah, 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 erection joke. Yeah. It's weird, though, because it's, like, is especially bad since it lights up at night. Yes, and it looks like it's doing more than just being erect. Yeah, it... Behold, it, my glow-in-the-dark cock! <laughs> it seems to it seems to have some extra, uh... Fireworks? Uh, this dude's yeah. got, like, four testicles. <laughs> <laughs> it, it has some extra bits that don't look natural. But, um, yeah, no, it, I mean... What's what's really funny though is that I've actually seen quite a few buildings in America that almost go this direction, where you know that they're they have wraparound areas, and then like the hotel goes in the center instead, or something like that. Where if in this situation with the architect could have ended up like this, so I'm kind of not surprised. But also since China does try to be on the uh, edge or, like, the edgier side of architecture and stuff when they have new buildings. Um, this is kind of a funny coincidence. Mm. <sighs> Can we move on? I, I think we're at that point of no return. Mm-hmm. Maybe if we're lucky, it'll be deflated. I know, I know, I know. We're going to take our last break and wrap up the show, so we'll be back.
Well, that wraps it up for another show. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, a bit of programming note. We may not be here October 30th. Not because it's right before Halloween, but Mako-chan is out. We'll see. I might just say, you know what? Let's just go off and do whatever. Figure it out one way or another. So, it's cool. We'll let you know in future up- updated episodes. If you like the show, tell a friend. They in turn will tell another friend and so on and so forth. We're independent bloggers. We're independent podcasters. We do this for the fun of it. So what we tell you what you like and don't like, we're being honest. So if you have any questions, comments about the show, drop us a line at podcast at animejamsession.com. Again, that is podcast at animejamsession.com. We want to know what's up. We're here to believe you. Check out our website at animejamsession.com where you find links to our YouTube videos, our Facebook cosplay on photo gallery. You'll see links to direct links to our podcast. You'll see links to cosplay tips and tutorials, uh, convention reviews, anime reviews, and other cool stuff. You'll find all of that and then some at AnimeJamSession.com. And don't forget to find us on various podcasting sites such as iTunes, Stitcher, Groove, TuneIn Radio, Google Play, Player FM, and we may be on Spotify soon. We'll just see how that goes. So let us know and let us know what you think uh, through these sites. And these sites allow you to have gives spots for five-star reviews. Let us know what you think of the show if you don't want to drop us an email. It doesn't have to be a five-star. We just want to know what's up. Don't forget to follow us and on, on our social media pages on uh, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, at Anime Jam Session All Three. Just want to say thank you to everybody who follows us on those pages. We couldn't do this show without y'all. No, really, we couldn't. 
And don't forget to find us back here at Bog Network twice a week, live Tuesdays at 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Encore presentation Tuesday, Thursdays at 2 p.m. So we're going to go around the room. Last words, Ari. I'm just ready to go to bed right about now. I hear you. Last words, Ichigo. It's time for sleep. Woo! My last words, um... I think sleep is good because I got to get up early in the morning. So that is it. End up list. Uh, thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, I'm Ranma. I'm Ari. And I'm Ichigo. Great fight. Great night. See you next week. Good night, everybody. Bye. Say good night, Ichigo. Good night, Ichigo. Perfect. We out this bitch. Later. has been a production of Anime Jam Session and AJS Productions. No fanboys and fangirls were hurt, maimed, shot, electrocuted, or pistol-whipped in this episode. For now. The views, opinions, and thoughts expressioned on this show do not reflect the staff or the network as a whole. But we're still right, dammit. For transcripts of this episode, start typing. Check us out at AnimeJamSession.com and VogNetwork.com for more information about us and other programming. Jamatane!